The one and only Bishop Joseph Walker. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. What's up, everybody? Listen, my God is an awesome God. You know, in Jeremiah chapter 18, the Bible talks about how God tells Jeremiah to go down to the potter's house and see God working with the clay. God is the potter and we are the clay. And you know God's got his hand on you. I know sometimes it may seem like you don't know what God is up to, but God will put you on like a wheel and God will work with you and spin you and Sometimes it can be tough because it feels like God is poking you and squeezing you and twisting you and shaping you, but it's all working together for your good. So don't you be shocked now if everything starts to become a blur and things seem unstable and it looks like, man, that everything is going out of control. I want you to understand it's not out of control, but God's got it all in control. Everybody that comes, everybody that goes, every single thing that happens in your life. Here is the good news, O Ricky. No matter how life seems to be spinning. Somebody right now listen to me saying, man, with everything going on, I feel like my life is spinning out of control. Please understand, it's in control. Why? Because God is so awesome, he never took his hand off the clay. And when you think about the worst season of your life, when you think about where you are right now, the only reason why you made it, because God never took his hand off of you. All the crazy things you did, and you still here to testify that God kept me in the midst of it, man, he's an awesome God. So whatever happens in your life today, no matter how life may be spinning and things may seem crazy, remember, it's not out of control. It's in control because God has everything under control. He's an awesome yes, sir. God. Oh, man, Bishop Walker, let, man, appreciate that word. Let everybody know how you can be reached. Hey, I want everybody right now, I want you to do two things. I want you to go check us out at Mount Zion Nashville on YouTube. Check out our services there and follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. That's Joseph Walker 3. And let me know you were listening to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, Bishop, and also let everybody know where you're going to be, um, you know, making appearances at. Man, listen, I'm excited. If you're in the Atlanta area, I'll be there on Wednesday, man. I'll be at Atlanta um, at the Elizabeth Church uh, Wednesday night at 7. If you're in Dallas, I'll be there Friday uh, for a men's conference at one church there in Dallas, man. And, of course, we're getting ready for our full gospel conference, Rick, the 30th anniversary in Washington, D.C., July the 5th through the 7th at the Gaylord Harbor Marriott. I hope to see everybody in the house. It's going to be bananas. Oh, yeah, that's going to be crazy. All right, Bishop, love you, man. Thank you for that word this morning. Love you, too, sir. Be blessed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, y'all, here's Leandria, uh, Leandria Johnson. Better days right here because by the morning show, no matter what you're going through, better days are coming. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. They got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Monday news. A section of northbound I-95 in Philadelphia that collapsed after a tanker truck caught fire underneath the highway Sunday morning could take months to repair, according to Pennsylvania officials. The commercial tanker truck, which was carrying a petroleum-based product, was still trapped under the collapsed highway as of Sunday afternoon. Sadly, there were multiple incidents of gun violence over the weekend. A mass shooting at a private residence in Annapolis, Maryland, on Sunday left at least three people dead and three others injured. Annapolis Police Chief Ed Jackson said a suspect is in custody. While the conditions of the surviving victims are unknown, police say one person was flown to a trauma center. 
Lastly, it's common to see dolphins, seashells, and even sharks in the water, but beachgoers in Destin, Florida, spotted a small black bear emerge from the shoreline. The animal played in the water and ran past beach umbrellas and chairs as startled onlookers watched. Officials say the sighting is not uncommon. There are a lot of bears at a nearby Air Force base that swim across the bay. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rob T, what's going on in sports? Well, we got the NBA Finals Game 5 going down tonight, man. Denver's up 3-1 in the series. The entire world is expecting the Nuggets to close out the series and be crowned NBA champions tonight. But Miami will do what they've always done this season. Just when you count them out, they're going to find a way to stick around a little bit longer and win Game 5. Then Denver's going to put them away in Game 6, in my opinion. Phoenix Mercury superstar Brittany Griner was met in the Dallas-Fort Worth airport by YouTube personality journalist Primetime with Alex Stein, and he harassed her with these words. Was that was that a fair trade for the merchant of death? I know you kill it on the court, but he kills it in real life. Is it true you had to have sex with Vladimir Putin to get released from Russia, Britt? Get out of the way, dog. Britt. Get out of the way. Britt, is it true you had to... Get out of the way. What about what his doing? wife? What are you doing? I'm trying to talk to Brittany. Hey, Britt. Do you still want to? Do you still want to boycott America, Brittany? Yeah. I'll slap the hell out of him with his racist, disres- racist, disrespectful. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, if you wanted to pull her and have a conversation with her in private or whatever, that would have been fine. But to put her on the, put somebody on the spot and ask them something out loud, like you're trying to embarrass her. And humiliate her. That's that's something else, or whatever. And I wish somebody was with her that would have beat his ass. Me too. Yeah, yeah. With, man. Your, with your with your entitled white racist self. Yeah, it, and it, I said it, and I meant it. No, you ain't the only one, bro. It had everybody that's upset so and bothered the entire oh, weekend. God. So we got more on that coming up. So stay tuned, somebody man. Somebody walking through the airport and you disrespect them like that. Yeah, we crack. We gonna crack on them when we we hear a voice. Or whatever, that's something different. Yeah. But to do her like that in person in the airport and embarrass yeah, her while she's cool. trying to travel, that was wrong and disrespectful. Mm. Man, that's, that made me mad. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. All right, y'all, they're still talking about Beyonce and her Renaissance tour. It's being reported out that Beyonce debuted y'all a $20,000 pair of diamond Tiffany earrings, baby. They sent it to the 41-year-old singer took the stage in London for another leg of the Renaissance World Tour and during that performance they say they, Beyonce debuted that brand new pair of earrings that spelled y'all Renaissance in diamonds and they're saying it only cost y'all $20,000 and she looked amazing with I'm hearing that all the girls oh, right now bad. I thought you was going to say they was going to be, be more than that yeah. Yeah, 20, <laughs> I said 20 ain't really that bad not for some diamond earrings from Tiffany's that honey. spelled Renaissance that spelled Renaissance <laughs> now they're saying y'all they're only worth 4.5 carats honey. so 4.5 carats in diamonds so and, you know, Beyonce is an ambassador for Tiffany, so yes, they gave them to her. Absolutely. She didn't have to pay them, y'all. So congratulations to Beyonce <laughs> and, and her Renaissance Diamonds, honey. Okay. Woo, woo, woo. We'll be an ambassador. <laughs> okay, now, nah, honey. I'll be right. <laughs> for Gordon's. But uh, the Kahlua today, y'all, is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Zaffrey. On the high end, you say Jaffrey, Zaffrey, Z-A-F-F-R-E. And on the low end, you say beautiful dark blue. That's your Kahlua for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, R. Kelly's Excel mate got some news about Jay-Z, and I'm going to tell you what he said up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Kelly what? allegedly said that he didn't have any proof, but he insisted that Jay-Z put a price on his head. Now, Jay-Z and R. Kelly collaborated on uh, two albums, 2002's The Best of Both Worlds, and then went on tour together. Y'all remember they went on that tour together? Jigga, Kelly, not guilty. 
right. y'all probably don't remember that. But anyway, uh, during a stop at uh, New York City's Madison Square Garden, R. Kelly left the stage claiming that men were pointing guns at him and on his way backstage that he was pepper sprayed by Jay-Z's close friend, Tyran, Ty Ty Smith. Now, the singer also dropped, uh, he dropped from the tour and filed a $75 million lawsuit against his tour mate for breach of contract. Now, Kel said he felt like it was one of those shows at Madison Square Garden back in 2004 that Jay-Z masterminded because of death threats R. Kelly was getting. Now, he continued, he said, like, Jay-Z was trying to basically, I don't know if this is going to sound outrageous, but he felt like Jay-Z was trying to get him killed for whatever reason. I mean, if what? you have a $75 million lawsuit against me, I might have a slight problem with you, too. But I don't know if I would try to get you killed. But, yeah, apparently R. Kelly told that, allegedly, to his ex-cellmate. So, mm. I don't oh. know if he's just having conversation or something he really felt. But that is what happened. All right, meanwhile, y'all all, D- D.C. Young Fly delivered a touching speech to uh the other day, y'all. Was it yesterday? When? Yesterday. Yeah, Saturday. Remember when they had the funeral? Yeah, yeah, Saturday to his longtime love, Jackie O, during her homegoing service this past weekend in Atlanta. Uh, he said that Jackie was a beautiful soul and a great mother. He spoke on the book of Genesis and the Bible, saying, I like that Genesis teaches you about Joseph before it break off into any other story, because if you're paying attention, Joseph is getting hit constantly with obstacles. He said, and if you really read deeper, you understand. Joseph never said, God, why me? DC went on to say, and you know, sometimes life hits you with a curveball, and that's for anybody out here going through something, man. So you got to stick it through, man, no matter what you go through, because life is always going through something, and something somebody's going through something worse than you. And guess oh, what? Yeah. We're here today, but some folks going through, burying three or four folks at the same time. When he shared uh, he had never experienced his rib passing away before, he explained, it ain't hard, but it sure ain't easy. He said, if I didn't pray a lot, I wouldn't be able to deal with it. He said, my kids, we good. He said, because I like, he said, because I like, because like I said, we led by the spirit, not by the flesh. If you don't take nothing else from it today, man, I don't care what you're going through in life, find you a relationship with God. DC spoke on how Jackie was the mother of the, their three kids, saying she was a, she had a beautiful soul and she was a great mother i'm talking about super great mother she said jack you know i love you girl it feels like a dream and if joseph didn't complain i won't either oh man you know that, that he, that he got a lot of strength and a lot of courage Ooh. and and, and I, I don't even know how he dealing with it how he going through it mm-hmm. um or, or whatever but but it's hard but i, I tell you um at uh the next couple of months for him uh, when that when that stuff start to really really set in mm. or whatever, like right now, what I'm what I'm feeling and and dealing with every day is worse now than it was then. Yeah, uh, it uh, gets a little and harder. And I just feel bad for him. And at some point, I hope that I uh, uh, try to make it over to him just so I can sit down and have a conversation with him or uh, whatever. Because I know exactly how he feel. And, you know, uh. God do got your back, brother. That was that was a real good speech and yeah. heartfelt. And I learned something from that thinking about. The story of Joseph and Job, you yeah. know. So, um, man, just we just praise God for him. Yes, we do. We're going to keep him uplifted in our prayers. And we're going to wrap up the hot spot right there. But coming up next, we got Rock T's joke of the day. Lord, we pray that it's going to be funny. Yes. <laughs> I went through all that stuff, and then God punished me even more by letting me wake up to look at Gary sitting over there every morning. Imagine <laughs> going through that. Uh, no. Imagine but going I'm- through that. I'm your guardian angel. Yeah. Brent, go into the commercial, Brent. Brent, what up?
What up, Ricky? So in theory, tipping should be something to make you feel good, right? Well, I mean, you know, you're giving somebody a little extra to show your appreciation, but most people don't feel that good about it because it's becoming more of an expectation or even a mandatory surcharge. Now, in a new survey by Bankrate, 66% of Americans say they have a negative view about tipping, mostly because they're annoyed about how it's handled, and I do understand that. Now, 41% of people don't like that businesses underpay the staff, so they're forced to rely on tips for their wages. 32% don't like having pre-entered suggested tip screens at coffee shops and casual counter service food places. And 15% of people say they're confused about how much to tip and when, including for stuff like hotel services, food delivery, takeout, ride share drivers, furniture deliveries, and home service and repair people. 30% 30% say that they think tipping culture has gotten out of control. 16% say they'd be willing to pay higher prices if they could do away with the tipping altogether. Now, the majority, 83% of people always uh, or almost always tip servers at sit-down restaurants. And 72% always or almost always tip hairstylists and barbers. But there's more frustration for situations where automatic tips are expected prior to service, like on food delivery apps, uh, fast cash dining, rideshare apps, and cruises. So when are you not supposed to tip? Oh, it's to the point now, never. Like, it, right. It's like always no, now. Exactly, no <laughs> matter what. And I don't think it's fair that you have to tip before your service, because what if your service ain't good? Yeah, that's what they do on the uh, food app. Uh, yeah. Like on the delivery, they w- want to know. So you're giving them a tip, and then they get there and don't do something right. How can you get your tip back? If you have a bad experience when they did, uh, you know, the DoorDash. Right. Uh, it's not they to, yeah, yeah, because that, they ask you that tip when you, for, for that tip when you order the food. Mm-hmm. Like, like, really? like right on, right on, on, on top of that. <laughs> but I always tip uh, with valet parking. If he cool, level headed, discreet, and ain't doing too much, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tip him. But if it's one that's doing a lot, I just try to find another one that's a little bit, Bit more, more. It just depends on who it is and what their personality yeah, is. Exactly, especially and, at restaurants and how they oh feel and how they treat you. Like some people are happy to be at the job, but if you got an attitude and you throwing my stuff at me and you being rude, then you don't get a big good tip. But if you're being nice to me and you giving good customer service, then I'm gonna tip you. The, I'm gonna make you the happiest person that day. You know, like it just it just depends on how you treat people. I think Gary, oh, don't would, tip. I, I tip, but let me tell you something, honey. I have a problem with tipping. First of all, tipping didn't went up. What happened to ten percent? Nothing is ten percent no more. It just started at eighteen percent for one thing. And I still <laughs> feel, and I said this before, and I'm gonna say it again. If the Lord say give me ten percent, why I gotta give you eighteen? Message mm. mm. that burns me up, honey. We gotta give ten percent to the Lord, but we giving tips eighteen and twenty percent. Yeah, Darren, but you're doing the tip based off the, the the price of the food, not based off what God has blessed you with. But he, well, he blessed. <laughs> <laughs> with the money to give them for the price of the food, Rick, and hell, it's still more than ten percent. I don't like right. that, and, and so, I don't so like. So you feel like like we tip God, and then they should get it from Him. Well, I'm not so, but we, they should get at least what God get. If God getting only ten percent, why I gotta give you eighteen? Uh huh. So, so you are, are they trying to say that they're bigger than God, Gary? That's what it seemed like. So I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, honey, if the Lord say give him 10%, here y'all got up here starting off at 18% and stuff. And another thing, too, what I really don't like, I don't like the idea of somebody to know who I am. Because now you're doing extra, now I got to give you a damn bigger tip. That burns me up because I just want you to stay or the same. the fact that they see you on TV. Yes, and then they go, y- y'all know Gary don't, Gary with the T don't tip. 
Yeah, and then put so it on social media. So now you got to really tip a little yeah, bit Yeah, you got to really tip more here because then I sit there and talk about you and look at you crazy and stuff. I don't like that, honey. So that's but why I go thing, to restaurants where you don't tip. But one thing about it, Gary, you can't beat God's <laughs> giving. <laughs> no matter how yes. you try. That's right. <laughs> Everybody woman. Nobody. I ain't nobody woman. You out there in those streets letting it all hang out. A woman that's everybody woman. I ain't nobody woman. Everybody woman. I ain't nobody woman. A woman that's everybody nobody woman. I ain't nobody woman. Bars. Get some standards about your life. Get some standards about your life. Listen. A woman that's everybody woman. Ain't nobody woman. Everybody woman, you ain't nobody woman. Everybody woman, ain't nobody woman. Say it, everybody. <laughs> oh, they gonna put the organ with it. The organ's wow. gonna come in with it, man. <laughs> okay. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the teeth. Gary has a T in the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Little Wayne, y'all. Should I say Lil Wayne is speaking out and Brad and Ricky, y'all. He's saying some things. I want y'all to kind of help me with this. Now, he admitting, y'all, that he finds it hard, honey, to remember the lyrics to his own songs. He said, after suffering from memory loss, he said, quote, I don't know the car to three, the car to two, the car to one from the car to four. He told that to Rolling Stone magazine, y'all. He said he just he just don't remember the, um, the lyrics of the song. He said, and that's just my God honest truth. He said, you could lie. He said, you could ask me about such and such song. He said, but I wouldn't even know what we are talking about. Okay, Ricky, you're a comedian. Brad, you're a rapper. Do y'all ever forget y'all words? Uh, y'all, Hell y'all, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Do you know oh how many songs God. we've done over the years? Yeah, but... Over like 20 years? I really remember like maybe my main ones that I have to keep doing over and over. But some of those songs, like, sometimes I can't tell you what they saying. Really? So, Ricky, you forget your jokes, too? Yeah. Uh-huh. Really? Sometimes oh you, you, you might forget the story or, or you go off stage and be like, damn, I forgot the talk about such and such such and such. Damn, you be back there, man. Especially when you have a good show and you killed them and you knew you didn't do this one joke that would have wiped the audience out. Uh Yeah. It happens all the time. But does this only happen in the African-American community? I think y'all should be able to lip sync. What's wrong with lip syncing? Gary, do you know how many songs people I have done over the years? Like, when people be like, oh, can you do Socket to Me? Missy song. I I don't do Socket to Me during my shows all the time. So I don't know the words. But, like, Give It To You, Functify, my normal songs or the hits that I've had. Mm. I know those because I do them over and over. But it's hard to remember all that stuff sometimes. Really? It's a lot of lyrics. Yeah, but like I said, if you forget those songs, lip sync them, honey. I mean, we're not paying for you to sing anyway. We're paying for to see you perform. No, we're not. No. I don't, well, that's what I, I lip do. Yeah, if you lip sync, I mean, would you want to see a person on the stage? I just you have to, to know it. the words to lip sync it. You got to know what your mouth's saying. Mm. Well, <laughs> kind of cuff, cuff the mic. <laughs> yeah, just cuff the mic. Just cuff the mic or hide your mouth. Yep. Just move around and jump oh, up. Lord, Jesus. <laughs> that's what I do. So, but, but never, that's good. He's admitting that, y'all. So, but a lot of people, I guess, you know, we don't admit. I don't. Well, anyway. All right, moving on. Another celebrity news, y'all. Baby Miss Tabitha Brown, honey. Speaking of, we all know Tabitha Brown. To me, she became an overnight success, honey. You know, she has all these different products out and she's on social media, honey, her husband, Chance. Well, Baby Miss Brown is speaking out, honey, and she said something that a lot of women 
agree with some women say you're insecure and you're jealous, honey. Uh-uh. She said she don't trust y'all around her man. Here's what Tabitha uh-uh. had to say. I, I ain't gonna trust no no woman around my husband. Uh, no, we we can all be friends. Like you said, we all friends together. Ooh. We friends together. Come on in here, girl. Sit down. Then where your husband at? Where your wife at? Where your partner? Who 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 you with? I, I need to know. <laughs> and you ain't got nobody. You sure don't. <laughs> oh. Not over here. Isn't yeah, that so? There you go. All right, hey. She said, baby, uh-uh, honey. She, she said, said what she said. Yeah, she just signed that multi-million dollar um, deal with Target, honey. And, she, and, you know, her husband was a police officer, and she retired him, and he's working with her. But she said, y'all not coming around her, man, honey. No, ma'am, honey. No way. Y'all no better how. learn the words to Dr. Feel Good. I don't want no one. Okay. Nah, Sitting around. <laughs> Me and like my man. Oh, yes, yes baby. Miss okay. Franklin said that, honey. Not your mama, your daddy, your brother, or your sister. None of y'all. <laughs> I All think right. the bigger piece of that also is does she trust her husband around other women? Mm. Because if you trust him, it sh- really shouldn't matter. But, yeah. You know, oh, the other side of that. Well, I don't trust him, damn it. The color of the day, <laughs> honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color of the day, y'all, is Zaffrey. On the high end, you say Zaffrey, and on the low end, you say beautiful dark blue. That's your color for today. All right, y'all, give it up for Gary with the team. Miss Burke, good morning. How you feeling, Miss Burt? I do pretty good then, Molly. Sit here, some of my husband dressed up. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, uh, hanging in there partly cloudy. Hey, how was our uh, church yesterday, Miss Burt? Oh, church was a mess yesterday, Ricky. That's why I'm sitting here, some of my husband dressed up. They don't want me out. <laughs> what, what, what happened? Well, you know, we don't did the new outreach program. And you know, in Pride Month, so we invited the church down that the children go to that my granddaughter dressed up like. And now I located to the church yesterday. Oh, okay, for Pride Month. Okay. And for Pride I, Month, uh-huh, they church yep. came over there to visit us yesterday. <laughs> and Ricky, no good guy that I got this shot, and I ain't never tried to hold no women so strong in my life. <laughs> You talking about uh, your granddaughter, Tanisha? Uh-uh, no women that go to her church. Wait, but say what? The women that go to her church, they got the shine. And they were so strong, they were dragging me down now. <laughs> <laughs> did you cook something yesterday, Miss Burt? Yeah, I did. I cooked the greens and cornbread and took it down there to the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now, how do you do your greens, uh, Miss Bird? Do you do the, uh, the, the 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 turkey, or you do the ham hocks? I put fat by goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I like to leave your head greasy with my greens. Mm. Yeah, that, that, no, that, Brad, that's some good old greens right there. It is. Now, do you do Jiffy or do you do the homemade from scratch cornbread? Now, I don't do no gist. Everything Bert make going to be custom made. <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> yeah, they don't do, you know, all folks, uh, Brett, consider Jiffy cake. They said I that know. we don't want no, yeah, they no, said, no uh, sweet. Yeah, uh-uh, my grandma, my grandma didn't play that either. Now, now how you make your cornbread? What what, what make your cornbread so good, Miss Bert? Now, I got a little secret I put in mine. Now, I don't do no Jiffy, but I put about six tablespoons of sugar in it, though. Yeah, yeah, just get, just take some. Yeah, do you do buttermilk or regular milk? I do buttermilk. Oh, uh, yeah, that's some good cornbread. How many eggs? Six or nine? We about to put nine in it so the whole together look good. 
<laughs> okay, okay. How the grandbabies doing? They doing good. You know, they out for the summer school, so my granddaughter and I'm going to be here next week. Okay. Right. And y'all getting ready for vacation Bible. I'm making it through the summer. And, and y'all getting ready for vacation Bible school. Uh-huh. And, and, we're going to they going to do lock in like they used to do back in the day. We're going to try that again this year. When we do what? When they lock them in the church. Oh, lock in. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, shut in. About, sick and shut yeah. in. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, no, no. When they lock them in overnight, Brett. Oh, everybody, what? everybody, bring a blanket and a pillow. You spend a night at church, like a sleepover. Oh, okay. It won't do nothing but pray and call on the Lord. All right, that's, that's, now. that's it. And then vacation Bible school. Father Abraham had many sons, <laughs> many sons. That's that's it, that's uh, uh, yeah. And are, are y'all doing the butter cookies and the punch? Ooh. <laughs> uh-uh. You know, I try to make them. I try to make them pancake. Those cookies ain't holding me till the need day. <laughs> well, Miss Burr, we look forward to seeing you. We got to come visit your church, and now go ahead and shout your church out in your pastor. All they got to do is come down there and take us a visit, give us a visit at St. John Missionary New Help Church of Pistol God in Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and let everybody know how they can find you on the internet, Miss Burt. All they got to do is go on that internet and look up the Will Cake Show. When they see I know you right, they in the right place. There it is. Y'all give it up for Miss Bird, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Clay, look here. Um, I know Saturday I've been trying to reach you since yesterday, Saturday. I had came down here to Miami to go to the basketball game. Um, you know, my cousin know, know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who's going to give me a ticket to go to the uh, basketball game Saturday. But then I got down here, and I done went up to the hard rock to go do a little gambling, try to flip my little money, you know what I'm saying? Try, I, had a little, I had a little extra little 300 I got up. I was up by eleven hundred. Then I went on there on that roulette table, throwed it all on black, shouted that thing. I know, but I'm dead ass broke. But I done lost all my money. But I've been trying to hit you up since yesterday. So I didn't tell you I need to get a. But I need about forty dollars to get me a ticket on the mega bus to get back up to Atlanta. But listen here, that, that ain't that's neither here nor there. The thing is, I'm stuck down here. Cause I, I can't even get to the radio station in Miami. Cause I'm stuck down here. I'm trying to, shout out, I'm just trying to get some money. I'm just trying to get some. I'm just trying to get some. Tony, what? What is you doing? I'm leaving a voicemail for uh, for for Ricky. Why is you always lying? I'm, shut up! I'm trying to tell them. You know you go to work. No, I'm trying to tell them. No, I'm, I can't go to. I'm told. I told your mom in Miami. You was not in Miami. You was right here. Shout it, what, man? Why you, why you always, hey, man, go somewhere. I'm trying to leave me up, what, man? You always lying. I cut it off I'm when you came outside. I cut the damn thing off when you came outside. I'm myself. I knew you were going to be doing some hate. Man, that's why I cut it off. So they can hear all this. Trying to get me fired, ugly. A place where people go to get their toes and fingernails done is catching a lot of unwanted attention. The pressure comes after a woman claimed she was refused service because of her weight. I went in and he just kept saying big, big and just doing his hands suit for chair. And I'm like, huh? Quanisha never thought she would be embarrassed because of her size. She was humiliated last Friday when she went to get a pedicure. I had the polish in my hand and he was like, put polish down and go, go elsewhere. 
the workers inside say they have a weight limit policy. It's posted on the wall and reads, we will not service those that weight over 250 pounds due to the weight capacity of our pedicure chairs. Workers inside told me they created the weight limit policy after they had to fix a pedicure chair at least three times. They say the repairs have cost them anywhere from $500 to $1,000. They're trying to find a pedicure chair that will accommodate more weight differences. They say it's been hard trying to find one. He said go, go. Big, big, big. That's so disrespectful. Go, go. Morning show. Gary has a T in the color today. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Megan Good's ex-husband, y'all, Devon Franklin. Everybody's talking about y'all. He revealed y'all that he still has feelings for his ex-wife now that she's off the market. Now they're saying y'all that all men love a good challenge, but they're saying, but his friends told Devon that he waited entirely too long, y'all, to win Megan back. Y'all now I so told people on uh, magazine that Megan and Jonathan were good friends for some time, you know, and then they fell in love and missed that um, over his arrest on assault charges, you know, earlier this year. Now, they're saying that Megan has shown considerable support um, towards Jonathan, and, you know, and, and Devon said he expressed his feelings for Megan as well. He said, but does it, the question was asked, does it upset him, y'all, when he see her out with Jonathan Major? And he said, no. He said, she's happy. He said, that's definitely, y'all, a blessing. But now they're saying, y'all, that he also um, t- talked about that he and Megan are still friends and the love he feels for her has not gone away. Ricky, he said, there are nights when he cry himself to sleep. Isn't that oh, touching? Wow. Oh, yeah. He cries yeah, he, himself he, to he, sleep. He, he, yeah, he in love with her, you know. Really? Uh, but but at the same time, he could genuine, genuinely want what's best for her. And might and he, he might not... Um, be what's best for her. You know what I mean? Uh, really? Sometimes you can love somebody enough to let them go. Just because you love yeah. them, that don't mean that, that she's better off with you. Right. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's, oh, that's interesting, that's, that's though. That'd be kind of hard. Them yeah. nights when you cry yourself to sleep and then Lenny Williams come on. Dun, 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 dun. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, 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 I love you. <laughs> yeah, no matter what you do. My love. Well, congratulations um, to Devon. At least he's letting the world know that he cries himself to sleep at night. So that's interesting. Now that <laughs> Megan's gone with um, Jonathan, honey. That's and then not Jonathan, all he's letting the world know. Yeah, well, that's what he said in the story. And Jonathan's going to let Megan go once he, um, if he get off of that case, honey, because he didn't usually like uh, allegedly date women of African descent. So we're going to tell on that later. <laughs> all right, moving on. Another celebrity news, y'all. Sean Combs and his ex, honey, Miss Misa Hill, honey. They on speaking terms again, y'all, which is a good thing, you know, after that week when she criticized him, honey, for being a bad employee. 
influence on their son, Justin, 29. Now, you know, Miss Misa lashed out at um, Puffy after Justin was pulled over and charged out with a DUI honey in Beverly Hills on, Ju- on June the 4th. Now, they're saying in that angry post on Instagram, Miss Misa referenced Combs' race discrimination lawsuit against Diago. Now, she suggest- suggested that Combs valued liquor sales, y'all, over the black community. She put, quote, how do you go from one of the greatest to ever do it to making all your money off of alcohol and, and suing the damn alcohol company? She said, sell something healthy that builds people up. She said, I'm sick of it and not mine. And, you know, she talked about her son, her son, Justin, you know, and Puffy, you know, been back and he said something to her on social media and now they are all happy again. He told her, he said, yeah. I love you, queen. He told her that, that he love a queen. Yeah, he yeah, told but her ain't nobody going... Life. Ain't nobody going to the bar, ordering vitamin water. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true too. But I mean, or nothing you know, like it. You know, they want some yeah. rock when they go to. The, is that what it is? The rock, right? Yeah, that's the one he. I'm one of the ones he have. Yep, honey. But but she let him have it though, baby. But but the good thing about it, he you know he, he was very nice to her, and he told her back on social media, he said, "I love you, queen," and he told her baby to stay in the light, honey. And they're saying, yeah, they both of the comments are now deleted. So congratulations, you know, to. To Puffy and Miss Misa Hilton, honey, because, you know, they seem to be a nice couple. They got that son together and stuff, and, you know, hey, love will keep them together. And in my quick for free story, y'all, they're saying, y'all, that grief brought Khalees and 43-year-old, I mean, 72-year-old Bill Murray together. They're saying singer Khalees, 43, and comedic actor Bill Murray, you know, they're off, off the market. And, you know, we talked about that last week. They're saying that grief really brought the couple together, according to the U.S. Sun. They said they reportedly um, struck up an unlikely romance after both suffered, y'all, losses in their personal life. Now, they're saying Khalees' second husband, Mike Mora, died of cancer back in March of 2022, while Bill's estranged wife passed away in 2021. Now, they're saying Khalees and the Ghostbusters star went public out for the first time after her um, performance in London last week. They met, honey, up at the States before, and they said which the people got in the industry talking, and now they're meeting up in London, and they're saying that they are happy together, and I'm happy for Khalees that she got her man. You know, Bill Murray, he may be old and stuff, but he have unlimited coins, so she ain't got to worry about running behind Nas or whoever and trying to get a child support check. No more and stuff, so they oh, do. Oh, wow. Do Nas was two husbands ago, though, Gary. Yeah, but honey, don't matter. I'm sure she got over him by now. Mm, well, she got Bill now, nah, baby. She got unlimited coins. Now, Bill got ghost money and all kind of money and stuff. Ghostbuster so. money. The Ghostbuster uh-huh. money. Mm-hmm, that, too. So, congratulations, honey, to Khalees, child. They say, honey, Khalees married rapper Nas back in January 2005. She filed for divorce back in April 2009, citing irreconcilable differences. So, and they have a son together, and there you have it. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Zaffrey. On the high end, you say Zaffrey, and on the low end, you say beautiful dark blue. That's your Kahlua for today. What? I'm sorry. Y'all give it up again with the team. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's the front page news. It's what's trending now. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Uh, So we got this uh, apocalypse uh, technology is great until it is not. So check this out. NASA has launched a spacecraft as a part of a uh, mission in an effort to avert a potential internet apocalypse. That, am I saying the right, Brett? Yeah, apocalypse. All right, y'all. So that could leave people without access to the internet for months. That's right, Ricky. According to reports, they are calling it the Parker Solar Probe. Now, scientists have warned about the potential impact of an upcoming solar storm that could result in internet apocalypse, which could strike within the next decade. Now, an event like this could cause people to lose internet access for months or even years, rendering satellites and power lines useless. 
So the internet has taken over our day to our day lives. And like, you know, I wake up in the morning, man. First thing you do is you grab your phone. You're going to go to your favorite uh, social media page. So, yep. you know, how do you feel when it disappears, when you can't get on uh, Instagram, you can't get on Facebook, you can't get on TikTok? If there was an internet apocalypse, what would you miss the most, Brett? Uh, oh, man, I would miss uh, streaming my TV shows. Right. With no internet. I can't watch Hulu. I can't watch. I can't watch YouTube TV. I can't watch nothing. So you watch most of your stuff on your phone. No, no, no on TV, but streaming services, not like regular cable. But you have to have oh, internet right. to have that. Gary, what would you miss knowing huh. that you're weird? So I, I'm, I don't even know. Honey, what, what I would, would miss, miss none of it because I don't use all that stuff. You know, I mean, I'm not that much of a. What do you watch? Media. What you do when you get home? And, Ricky, and this is the only truth. I basically <laughs> watch TV one, honey. I like to watch Unsung, and I like to watch um um that other show, the one that people be killing each other, killing people. Um, Fatal Attraction. I watch that. I watch all the scary you shows. Lisa, I get you watch nervous. Lisa Ray. You watch Lisa Ray new show? Nope. I don't even know when it come on. You're going to say that in front of Brandon. That's her I sister. can't wait to tell her. <laughs> she coming here in a few I'm days, text, oh, I'm already texting her. She'll be in a few days. <laughs> and it's just, I just, because I'm not a big TV, TV watch me, but I got to have the noise. Mm-hmm. I got to have the noise of the TV in the house. But I'm not really a big TV watcher. Though. I mean, our channel serving, I just sitting, honey, get on the phone or just do nothing, honey. What about emails? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, and I like, that's internet too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, check my emails. Yeah, I'll check the emails and stuff. And But and for all the other stuff, y'all streaming and all that, you got to pay for that, honey. I don't watch that and I don't use none of that stuff, honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maria, what would you miss the most? Uh, doing business and making money. Uh, I know, you know that's using right. social media and the internet for that. Rock. Yeah, the emails, man, because think about it. That instant communication is so amazing. We have to go back to writing real letters and putting them yeah, in the mail. Yeah, mail. <laughs> <laughs> stamps and stuff. Wow. What? Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, if I if I can't get on Facebook, if I can't go live and do little videos, you know, with the kids and the grandkids, stuff like that, or watch other people live, you know, see what's going on, I, I, it is definitely a different life. Because you stuck with the TV. Because even when you're watching TV, you still got your phone in your hand scrolling. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's, that's just me. And I don't know what the hell would be scrolling for Atomic Dog could come on. We could be sending out a Q-Hop. And you still looking at your damn phone scrolling. Man, if the internet failed, that means you can't get no email. You can't do no social media. You can't do no streaming or nothing. Now, Rock T, what was the main thing you said that you would miss that would throw you completely off? Man, that instant communication of the email. If that yeah. went away, we got to go back to writing letters and putting stamps on letters and mailing them in the mail, and then they got to get to the destination. Then you got to wait another couple days, possibly a week or two to receive a response. So, yeah, that instant communication, I would miss. Yeah, yeah depending we might, on where we, you are. Depending on where you are, Ricky. Some text messages don't work. They be wanting you to type in the, uh, the Wi-Fi information. What? Yeah, depending where you are, I'm telling you. That's that's crazy. All right, get on us eight six six nine Ricky eight six six nine or I see the Let's go to the phones. Good morning. My job that I do, we use the internet for everything. It went down like twenty minutes the other day, and the whole office went crazy. This is D, and I'm calling from Mississippi. Yeah, man, I'm Miss Pornhub. Hey, this is Andrea from Miss Virginia. I miss Google because I Google every dang thing. My name is Deborah. I'm calling from Ohio, Columbus. Well, you know, I wouldn't miss much because I'm a person who don't use my phone a lot for things. I was born in an era where we looked things up and did research and used a dictionary, and I'm glad to know that if I had to go back to that, I, w- I wouldn't know how to do that. 
Uh, yeah, thank y'all for your calls. If you can't get through, uh, couldn't get through, hit us up at Ricky Smiley Officials, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, y'all. So uh, each week uh, we read a DM from one of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show social media account. Uh, Brad, what you got this morning? Well, this is a good one from the RSMS Facebook account. It says, good morning, Ricky. So I have a question, and I'm not trying to be petty, but I feel a way. My baby is about to turn two, and I'm having a birthday party for him next weekend. Last year, I invited my baby daddy, even though we're not together. But now he's not been paying child support or helping like he should, and him and his family always got something to say. I feel like I shouldn't have to invite him if he's not contributing. I mean, they can do their own thing. So am I wrong if I want my baby to have his own party with me and not invite my baby daddy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I understand how you feel, but... In all regards, we have to do what's in the best interest of the child. And the question becomes, would the child be happier if the dad was there for the birthday party? You, you know, uh, and, and even uh, you he might too, not be. He too, Ricky. He too. Huh? I disagree. He two years old. That baby don't care. Maybe when oh, the child get older, but I feel like he two years old. He don't care. I would let them do their own thing. If you ain't contributing, if you ain't helping me, if you ain't paying your child support or doing nothing, why should I invite you to enjoy the festivities that I'm creating for our two-year-old? That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I mean that makes sense, uh, considering the fact that the baby is two, year old, two, two years old. But uh -huh. once the baby get four and five and start and will be able to have memories, yeah. Uh, mom, dad, uh, both grandparents being there. That's a different thing because you have to start looking beyond right, your yourself. Issues yeah. And saying, hey, is this what's best for uh, what's best for the child? Uh, what are y'all thoughts? I mean, I'm in, I'm in the middle with that because even the child is two. You know, they still know who mom and daddy is. Not if the daddy ain't been showing up or doing what he's supposed to do, though. No, she yeah. said he's not paying child support. He's there. Yeah, he's there. He just and ain't paying no money. But he ain't helping like he should. And his family always got something to say. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, think that if she feels like there's going to be an argument or some type of toxic environment and she's not trying to mess up the vibe of the party, maybe if she was trying to avoid that, I would agree with her. But I don't think it's no harm. But I want to know why he's not paying child support. Is he not paying child support because he's not working? Or is he not paying child support because he just don't want to pay child support? Now, sometimes uh, people are unable to meet those obligations, you know, if they lost their job or, or something. Or but he can help in other ways. I mean, even yeah. though the baby's just two-year-old, you can come blow up some balloons. You can come clean up or, or just, you know, contribute. Or set up, get the table, get the chairs. Yeah, you, it, it helping ain't always about money, you know, contribute some other way. And bring his other but, children but, but, over but there to some women, <laughs> To some women, uh, you know, they'll, they'll take it out on you if you ain't paid every single dime. So a lot of a lot mm, of folks are petty and they'll base, uh, they'll base all of that stuff off of that where you can't see my baby. And then another thing we got to stop doing is say mine. Our. Yeah. Our. Yeah. Our. Uh -huh. She did say our. my. Yeah, that's yeah. my baby. Didn't do my baby. My hour. You, you didn't right. create that by yourself. Right. And uh, uh, you know, it's just a lot of little stuff like that. We got to stop doing and stop being petty and just always try to do what's in the best interest of the child. Because when the child becomes a teenager and get older mm. or whatever, it's going to have a negative effect uh, right. on the child. So hey, uh, y'all hit us up on our Facebook page at Ricky Smiley Official. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, is she being petty or is she doing the right thing considering the fact that the baby is two years old? All right, y'all. More Ricky's Mind and Morning Show coming up. Uh, man, I want to uh, uh, dedicate that one to DC Young Fly, a uh, great young comedian uh, buried 
uh, uh, his party on yesterday. I, I pray for DC Young Fly. I pray for his kids. And uh, what a wonderful, uh, wonderful young man. Uh, I had a pleasure to, uh, to to know him and work with him for years. Um, man, it, it, it just so, it was such a trigger uh, to watch him go through that because these are like your nephews in the game because uh, they're they two generations behind us from when we started. Uh, so definitely want to keep him lifted up in prayer. Uh, playing a lot of songs that fathers like. You know, we always groove off of that one, man. It's the week of Father's Day. We want to celebrate and try to uh, make sure that uh, everybody that's listening, all kids that's listening, to make sure that you uh, plan a big, fabulous, awesome Father's Day around your dad today. Uh, shout out all the granddads that, that stepped up to the plate uh, uh, and, and been something to their child. Shout out to uh, to everybody, all the men that's trying to make a difference in kids' lives that don't have a dad. All the football coaches, ba- basketball coaches, baseball coaches, soccer, whatever sports they play. Anybody that's dealing with kids that come from um, broken homes or single parent homes and just taking the time, buying the pizza, stopping to get Burger King after practice and Chick-fil-A, all that stuff, man. Uh, shout out to all of the men. And we're going to uh, not only just make Father's Day a big deal, we're just going to celebrate black men that's out here trying to do some things in the adversities that we go through. And I come to you this morning with a heavy, heavy heart, like my spirit, my burdens uh, are, are so heavy right now. I don't even know what this Father's Day. Um, damn. Yeah, dog. Damn. Just, just, just hold on. No, you good, man. Hold on. I'm cool. I'm cool. I just want to make sure that uh, Father's Day is respected and celebrated. There's a lot of black men out here um, that get persecuted and disrespected. And now you can turn the music back on. I don't, I don't care. Uh, just get disrespected and get mistreated. Only thing we're trying to do is just the right thing. Stepping up to the plate, man. All these dudes. Man, we have to go out here and fight racism and and and, it's, it's, and just fight just <laughs> existing. All the dads out there, man, from, from people like D.C. Young Fly, who got to take his kids and raise them because the mother's not going to be there anymore. To all the dads and granddads that's out there, man, that's just doing the best they can. Might not be the best, might not be perfect, but just doing the best they can, man. Let, let you know that, man, I support you. I'm thinking about you this morning. I'm praying for you. This thing is not about me, not just about me. Uh, uh, when I tell you my burdens are heavy, my burdens are heavy this morning. But I just thank God for giving me the strength to even speak because most of the time when I get like this, I can't even talk because I'm just, I just be so distraught. I feel like <laughs> I got to get off the air today <laughs> and go to the funeral home today and make funeral, help make complete funeral arrangements for a father figure. My mom's brother died last week and I just kind of hate going through through that man just take some a man and some strength just try to get through this stuff and it's just tough stuff man when it rains it pours i tell you but um i'm just rambling because my mind ain't right i need 
Well, let's let's shift gears a little bit, dog. You know, we hear you 1,000%. Uh, let's bring on one of our favorite people that we always bring on the show. Half of the year yeah. is over. Whether you are ready for it or not, but it's not too late to assess, readjust, and make some changes to our yeah. finances. Our money expert, Janai Thornton, is here to help us with our mid-year money checkup. Good morning, Janai. How you doing? Finance, wealth, and growth. It's Money Mondays on the Flicky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, Janai, sorry about that. Hey, hey, welcome to the show this morning, Janai Thornton. Yes, uh, uh, y'all, y'all, they shouldn't have played. They, they shouldn't have played that at all. We should have just went into Janai. We didn't need that. That was awkward. <laughs> yeah, that was real awkward. Hey, I wanted to give her a good intro. Yeah, yeah, but I know. But, but yeah, but just play that and then let him say that on the back. That was <gasps> not <gasps> correct radio. <laughs> and then I was like finishing up, like like right. don't let these program directors and people in the room get you to rush if I'm having a moment on the radio and I'm feeling the way I feel oh. then this segment could have waited until the next one so right. we're in the room doing that stop oh. I host for a living I've been doing this 33 years stop it okay alright Janot <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome welcome to the show Janot <laughs> thank you thank you hey, thank girl. you good morning everybody good morning, good morning. I don't even know what it's <laughs> Okay, so Janai, June is the perfect time to revisit our financial goals for the year and create new goals. What advice do you have about assessing and creating new money goals for the rest of the year? Well, Brad, think about it this way. A lot of us had some really good intentions in January. You know, maybe we started off with some financial goals. Some of us are feeling good about where we are. Some of us, listen, we fell off the track way back in February. <laughs> but this is the perfect time to reassess. Because what happens a lot of times, Brad, people are like, you know what? I'm just going to wait until 2024. Don't wait. Please don't wait. Take a few minutes and see what you got going on in your life and pick one financial goal. Just one. You don't need three. You don't need ten. Just pick one. What do you need to do? Do you need to get a new life insurance policy? Do you need to pay off a credit card bill? Maybe it's time for you to meet with HR so you can get your retirement plan together. But again, don't put off until next year. Let's go ahead and use the rest of this year wisely. Well, let's talk about benefits now. Now, why do you suggest we review our health, vision, and dental benefits and FSA balances during our mid-year money checkup? Um, now, what's really crazy is over 60% of dental benefits go unused annually. 60% go unused. So guess what that means, y'all? You all are giving money back to your employer. So please take some time and revisit everything, vision, dental, even your health. See do you how much is left on your deductible. What procedure or procedures do you need to get done? You want to make sure that you go ahead and schedule that stuff now and don't wait to the end of the year. Now, when it comes to that FSA, y'all, remember, that's that flexible spending account. That's when that money comes out of your paycheck. It gets put on that credit card, and you can use it for whatever um, medical expenses you have. See what your balance is, because remember, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. So again, let's not wait to the end of the year. So, Janai, why is mid-year, honey, the perfect time to review our retirement and our investment accounts and increase our retirement contributions? Well, Gary, think about it this way. So much of our lives are on autopilot. That's how we pay our bills. And a lot of times we can even forget that we have money sitting in an investment or retirement account. 
log on to those accounts, pull those statements out. You want to see what you got going on right now. You may not understand it fully, but you know if your account is going up or going down. And like you said, this is the perfect time to increase your 401k contributions. Even if you can only increase it a few dollars, $10, $50, $100, you are responsible for your own retirement. This is the perfect time to go ahead and increase those contributions. I love that. And I always look at that as well, Janai, because I want to take advantage of the tax benefits as well. I want to make sure I max that thing out. So we are talking to money expert Janai Thorin. And, you know, it's easy to budget month to month for our bills, but sometimes those big expenses uh, surprise people. Uh, Can you talk about how important it is to look at things like back to school expenses or buying new appliances during our mid-year money checkup? Um, Of course, this is the time when we really need to look at any major purchase, and that could be back to school. Listen, Christmas is going to be here before you know it, but maybe you need new furniture, new tires. Um, Why wait? Figure out what your budget is, how much you plan on spending, and how much do you need to be setting aside each pay period? What can you do to begin to prepare for some of these large expenses so that way they don't um, catch you off guard and end up killing and busting your entire budget? We can get ahead of those expenses. So, Janai, you just mentioned something about uh, setting money aside. If our listeners haven't saved as much as they would like this year, man, what adjustments can they make to start saving more? Okay, Roxy, think about it this way. It's two words, separation and automation. Separation meaning know thyself. Maybe you need to have a separate savings account at a different bank. Maybe you don't need an online login or a debit card. Um, That way you can separate yourself from that money, and that way you don't end up tapping into it. Second word, Roxy, was automation. And that means you probably need to have money coming directly out of your paycheck every pay period or auto transfer set up so that way you know you are intentionally funding um, that savings account, okay? So remember, separation, automation, those are the key to getting that savings exactly where you want it. Well, as always, man, we thank you for all the help and education about finances and money that you bring to this morning show every time you get on this bad boy. So if anybody want to get more information about their money checkup, where can they follow you? Um, you can absolutely follow me at Janai Thornton. That's J-I-N-I-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. And ladies, please feel free to join my free money community at thankmelater.money. Y'all have an amazing Monday, everybody. Give it up for Janai Thornton. We got the front page coming up next, man. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, so I'm Rick's Mountain Morning Show. Got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Monday news. Donald Trump is expected to appear in federal court tomorrow, and authorities are on high alert. Over the weekend, the Justice Department unsealed an indictment against Trump outlining at least 37 counts. Federal and local Miami officials are preparing for planned protests outside of the court building and potentially across the country. FBI special agents are also reportedly monitoring chat rooms on social media forums for signs of possible threats. While this case plays out, Trump still faces other cases and investigations along with his campaign for president in 2024. 
In other news, Ricky, Colombian soldiers rescued four children who were lost in the Amazon jungle for 40 days after a plane crash. Three adults, including the children's mother, did not survive the accident. The Colombian government sent 150 soldiers to look for the children, ages 13, 9, 4, and 1. After weeks of searching, the siblings were found after officials noticed footprints, a baby bottle, and a diaper. Authorities said the children relied on cassava flour, seeds, and fruit to stay alive. Lastly, the Federal Reserve meets this week to decide if it will raise interest rates again. The Fed has indicated it might take a pause in rate hikes this month to see if the previous increases have been working to tame inflation. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? All right. Thank you, Maria. NBA Finals Game 5 is tonight. Denver's up 3-1. The entire world is expecting the Nuggets to close out the series and be crowned. NBA champions tonight. Rock teases opinion. Miami's gonna do what they always do, man. They've been doing it all season long. Just when they playing, they, Rock? They playing in Denver. Just when you count them oh. out, they gonna find a way to win and stick around a little bit longer. But then, in Game Six, Denver gonna put them away for real, for real. So I think Miami oh, gonna man. find a way to get tonight's victory, big dog. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It is. Uh. What it is. <laughs> well, you I'm are nervous. You 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 ain't giving up on I'm them. Pl- yet, I'm right? pulling for the Heat, man, but. Uh, it, it seems like Denver score easily. They do. It seems like every bucket that the Heat get, they have to work so hard for it. They do. They defense. Denver's defense is crazy. Sometimes you're just a better team. And in my opinion, the Denver Nuggets are a better team. And it's almost like, you know, uh, you're playing against some taller boys that's a little bit stronger and faster. Yeah, so they – but but I call it in six, but Miami going to find a way to get the nice win. And then they're going to lose in game six. So mm. we're going we're gonna to see what happens, man. Real quick, Phoenix Mercury superstar Brittany Griner was met in Dallas and Fort Worth International Airport by YouTube personality and journalist primetime with Alex Stein, and he was harassing her with these words. Was that was that a fair trade for the merchant of death? I know you kill it on the court, but he kills it in real life. Is it true you had to have sex with Vladimir Putin to get released from Russia, Brit? Get out of the way, dog. Brit. Get out of the way. Brit, is it true you had to... Get out of the way. What about his wife? What are you doing? I'm trying to talk to Brittany. Hey, Brit. Do you still want to... Do you still want to boycott America, Brittany? Yeah, boycott people like you. Boycott your kind of racism, putting her on the spot, asking her uh, insulting questions. I wish I was there because I would have been in jail because I would have put him on his head. I'd have put him right on his head, uh, uh, harassing her, insulting her like that as she trying to go. If you want to ask her a question, then be a real man and walk up to her and introduce yourself, shake her hand and ask her a question, but trying to put her on the spot to humiliate and embarrass her. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, this bothers yeah, a lot of people over the weekend, man. Yeah, well, well, why, well, we sure hope somebody go see him, let somebody ask him some questions out loud and put him on the spot like he did. That's a woman. That's crazy. Sit up there and do that to her. Yeah, yeah. Protesting America. We're protesting people like you. You are the reason why we protest, sir. People yep. like you. That's what we have to deal with in this country. Exactly. Yeah, and he- then and then let me say add this. If they played, if they paid them like they should pay them Come on, in dog. the dub in the WNBA compared to the money that the NBA players get. They they wouldn't have to go overseas and play ball. Those women, uh, 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 the women athletes, should not have to go overseas to play basketball in the off season, while the NBA players get to have a whole season off and enjoy their money. And these girls got to go over here. Ladies got to go over here and play overseas 
in order to, to make ends meet. And it's not fair. So they paid them like they want to play, and everybody go out and support women's sports. Ask, I wonder how many WNBA games he paid for to attend. See, stuff like that. The hypocrisy. You just stop it. Well, let's let's go one step further, man. The WNBA Players Union is demanding the league to provide charter flights for all the players, man. Charter flights for WNBA players have been a source of uh, a lot of tension for a while now. In the so WNBA. they got to walk through the airport. Yeah, see, the, that's see, crazy. The, the WNBA keeps shutting it down because it's like it's gonna cost more money, like up to twenty million dollars. But I'm like, these are professional. Man, you can take all them NBA player salaries, man, and just. Make it make make the league one whole league, or, or whatever in a it ain't it don't make no sense. No excuse, for man. For an NBA player, one NBA player to get two hundred and fifty million dollars, and then you want to make make the W the latest fly Spirit airline to get to a damn game. It don't make no sense, man. It's, it don't it's, make it's, no it's sense. Very it's very disrespectful, wrong. like very disrespectful, man. And it's it, wrong. Come on, man. It is what it is. So let's keep the, let's keep the conversation going, man. But right now, Brat got the hot spot. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and in this hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the Biara 18. All right, Ricky's about the morning show time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. According to ABC, Jamarcus Johnson, one of Young Dolph's murder suspects, has confessed to aiding and abetting with his brother, Justin Johnson, in the 2021 murder of the rapper. Uh, the 26-year-old has pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit first-degree murder. He also admitted to taking possession of his brother's cell phone and car so authorities would not think Justin was in Memphis. Memphis. Uh, it's possible Jamarcus may be called to testify against his brother and the other two suspects he faces between 6 to 12 years in prison for his role uh, in Young Dolph's murder. Uh, I'm very glad that they caught these people because... Right. That was another senseless murder that just didn't make any sense at all. And last but not least, according to ABC News, Jamie Foxx's reps have shut down the rumor that the Ray actor's medical complication was due to COVID-19, a COVID-19 vaccine reaction, reaction actually. Uh, the unsubstantiated... Oh, the unsubstantiated claim, they said, went viral after gossip columnist A.J. Benza told Dr. Drew Pinsky on an episode of Ask Dr. Drew podcast that Fox was left partially paralyzed and blind from receiving the vaccine. So that is not true. That is false. Um, we're just going to keep praying for Jamie and we yes. are going to move on. Uh, last last but not least this time, uh, BET has announced the nominees for the 2023 BET Awards. Drake is in the lead with seven nods. Glorilla Snag six. Uh, Drake's nominations include Best Male Hip Hop Artist, Best Male Pop Artist, uh, in a group of 21 Savage. Uh, Glorilla's nominations include Female Hip Hop Artist, Best New Artist, and Album of the Year, and for her video uh, for the uh, tomorrow too with Cardi B and two nominations for best collaboration with FNF Let's Go. Uh, the BET Awards will air in Los Angeles on twenty uh, on June twenty fifth. So I can't wait to see that. It seems like they just keep getting better and better, and they be dressing nice, they be looking yeah. good. So I appreciate that, and I can't wait to watch these these artists do their thing. All right, y'all, we gonna wrap up the hot spot on that note. But coming up next, we got Mark Moriel. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, it's time for the state of Black America with the current president of the. National Urban League, Mr. Mark Moriel. What's going on, Mr. Mark? What's up, Ricky? I'm so glad to be with you this morning. And this morning, I'm speaking to you from Ottawa, Canada. That's right, Ottawa, Canada, the capital of Canada, where I am here uh, to celebrate Juneteenth with the black Canadian community. 
uh, at the invitation of our U.S. Ambassador David Cohen. And uh, here in Canada, there is a black community, some two to percent, uh, large communities in places like Toronto uh, and Halifax. There are about 10 to 15 black parliamentarians, meaning black members uh, of the Canadian Parliament, and a robust group of uh, community leaders and activists who are dealing with issues here in Canada that sounds so much like the United States, health, economic, and educational disparity. So I'm here uh, to celebrate with Black Canadians uh, Juneteenth and to engage and learn. And then from Ottawa, uh, I will be going to Halifax, Nova Scotia, which, of course, is an important city, one of the northern terminuses of the Underground Railroad. Harriet Tubman began to help people get to Canada after the fugitive slave law was passed, which even made it dangerous for African-Americans who were formerly enslaved once they crossed the Mason-Dixon line and they were in the North, the fugitive slave law allowed people to capture them and return them to slavery. So Halifax became a very important place where there are black communities present in Africville. So I'll report next week on some of the learnings from this. The second thing, just this week on the State of Black America, uh, we are celebrating Pride Month with our LGBTQ plus uh, colleagues all across the nation. Uh, and we're celebrating it because, like we talked about in the State of Black America, this campaign of hate, which is directed at blacks and Asians and Latinos is also directed at LBGTQ Americans. And we have to stand up together against hate, against all of these anti-laws that are being passed in so many states. So we're standing up for Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to all Ricky. And that is today's State of Black America. Check me out. Follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, across all social media channels, at Mark Morial, as well as at Nat Urban Lee. And I will see everyone next week on the radio. Oh, man, thank you so much, man. You've been listening to the State of Black America with the former New Orleans mayor in Louisiana State, Senator Mark Moriel, currently the president of the National Urban Urban League. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Mark. I look forward to talking to you on next Monday.